Welcome to the December 14th, 2022 podcast of Wisdom Today. Hello, my name is Bill Kelly and I'll be your host today. Today we'll be going over Proverb 14, but before we begin, let's open in prayer. Father God, I thank you for anyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you would reveal to each one how much you truly love everyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you would give them favor with both God and man. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Proverb 14, beginning in verse 1. The wise woman builds her house, but the foolish pulls it down with her hands. He who walks in his uprightness fears the Lord, but he who is perverse in his ways despises him. In the mouth of a fool is a rod of pride, but the lips of the wise will preserve them. Where no oxen are, the trough is clean, but much increase comes by the strength of an ox. A faithful witness does not lie, but a false witness will utter lies. A scoffer seeks wisdom and does not find it, but knowledge is easy to him who understands. Go from the presence of a foolish man when you do not perceive in him the lips of knowledge. The wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way, but the folly of fools is deceit. Fools mock at sin, but among the upright there is favor. The heart knows its own bitterness, and a stranger does not share its joy. The house of the wicked will be overthrown, but the tent of the upright will flourish. There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. Even in laughter the heart may sorrow, and the end of mirth may be grief. The backslider in heart will be filled with his own ways, but a good man will be satisfied from above. The simple believes every word, but the prudent considers well his steps. A wise man fears and departs from evil, but a fool rages and is self-confident. A quick-tempered man acts foolishly, and a man of wicked intentions is hated. The simple inherit folly, but the prudent are crowned with knowledge. The evil will bow before the good, and the wicked at the gates of the righteous. The poor man is hated even by his own neighbor, but the rich has many friends. He who despises his neighbor sins, but he who has mercy on the poor, happy is he. Do they not go astray who devise evil? But mercy and truth belong to those who devise good. In all labor there is profit, but idle chatter leads only to poverty. The crown of the wise is their riches, but the foolishness of fools is folly. A true witness delivers souls, but a deceitful witness speaks lies. In the fear of the Lord, there is strong confidence, 
and his children will have a place of refuge. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life to turn one away from the snares of death. In a multitude of people is a king's honor, but in the lack of people is the downfall of a prince. He who is slow to wrath has great understanding, but he who is impulsive exalts folly. A sound heart is life to the body, but envy is rottenness to the bones. He who oppresses the poor reproaches his maker, but he who honors him has mercy on the needy. The wicked is banished in his wickedness, but the righteous has a refuge in his death. Wisdom rests in the heart of him who has understanding, but what is in the heart of fools is made known. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. The king's favor is toward a wise servant, but his wrath is against him who causes shame. Friends, when I ask myself which one of these verses speaks to me today, I talk about something that uh, is very prevalent in society today. And I'm going to go to verse 3 because there's a lot we can learn from this particular proverb, this verse in verse 3. It says, In the mouth of a fool is a rod of pride, but the lips of the wise will preserve them. Once again, we have a verse that separates being foolish with having wisdom. And here we talk about a rod of pride. So they're talking about a fool in the mouth of the fool. So basically here we're telling ourselves that if you are foolish, when you speak, a lot of times you're going to get yourself in trouble. A lot of times we can be our own worst enemy. And that's what this verse is telling us. It's almost like we have a noose around our neck. And if we just keep going and keep going and we don't watch our words, a lot of time that noose is going to tighten around our neck and we can end up actually hanging ourselves. A lot of times, if you do this in the workplace, it can cost you your job. If you say the wrong things to your employer, if you do not do your job the way you should. So we need to be careful with the words that we speak. I'm going to go over this one more time. The first part of this says, in the mouth of a fool is a rod of pride. And the second part says, but the lips of the wise will preserve them. Many people who have wisdom watch their words. And if their words cannot bring forth life or say something that is positive and instructive, many times a wise person will not even open his mouth. There's a lot of wisdom we can learn from that. Today, we are going to continue our study in the book of Exodus. Today, we'll be studying chapter 7, but uh, I'm going to go over three things that I would like for you to consider 
prior to us getting into that chapter. And number one says, God hardens Pharaoh's heart. So we talked about this in a previous podcast, but this is the actual first time that Pharaoh's heart is actually hardened. So we are going to read the first seven verses of chapter 7 in Exodus. So the Lord said to Moses, See, I have made you as God to Pharaoh, and Aaron, your brother, shall be your prophet. You shall speak all that I command you, and Aaron, your brother, shall tell Pharaoh to send the children of Israel out of his land. And I will harden Pharaoh's heart and multiply my signs and my wonders in the land of Egypt. But Pharaoh will not heed you so that I may lay my hand on Egypt and bring my armies and my people, the children of Israel, out of the land of Egypt by great judgments. And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord. When I stretch out my hand on Egypt and bring out the children of Israel from among them. Then Moses and Aaron did so just as the Lord commanded them. So they did. And Moses was 80 years old and Aaron 83 years old when they spoke to Pharaoh. So I'm going to remind you of what I did in a previous podcast is that Moses's life is basically divided into three 40-year portions. The first 40 years, he was raised in the palace of Pharaoh as an Egyptian, and he learned everything about the ways of Egypt. And when he turned 40 years old, God reminded him of his background. He reminded him of where he came from, and he came from the Israelite people. He was a Hebrew, and at that time he went out and killed an Egyptian, and he had to escape into the land of Midian, and at that time he escaped because he felt his life was in danger, and he feared for his life, so he basically went into the wilderness for 40 years. But now God has called Moses and said, now is the time to free my people, Israel, from the bondage of the Egyptians. And so now we are beginning the last 40 years of Moses' life. Number two, Aaron's miraculous rod. Now we spoke previously about this rod when God had first spoken to Moses. And he said, what do you have in your hand? And he had that rod. And that rod represents the word of God. And so he's going to use that rod to display to Pharaoh the power of God. Let's read beginning in verse 8 of chapter 7. Then the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, When Pharaoh speaks to you, saying, Show a miracle for yourselves. Then you shall say to Aaron, Take your rod and cast it before Pharaoh, 
and let it become a serpent. So Moses and Aaron went into Pharaoh, and they did so just as the Lord commanded. And Aaron cast down his rod before Pharaoh and before his servants, and it became a serpent. Now the next few verses tell us that Pharaoh's magicians were able to do the same thing. But I want you to listen to this. It says, But Aaron's rod swallowed up their rods, and Pharaoh's heart grew hard, and he did not heed them as the Lord had said. Now, as I said previously on this podcast, God hardened Pharaoh's heart. He knew exactly what he was going to do. And the purpose was that through 10 particular things that he's going to do, that God is going to display his power before Pharaoh. And at that time, Pharaoh's going to be so upset, angry, desolate, everything, he's going to force the people of Israel out of his land. The third one is waters become blood. Now, here we're going to go into the first miracle, and let's read just three verses, beginning in verse 19 of chapter 7. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, Say to Aaron, Take your rod and stretch out your hand over the waters of Egypt, over their streams, over their rivers, over their ponds, and over all their pools of water, that they may become blood. And there shall be blood throughout all the land of Egypt, both in buckets of wood and pitchers of stone. And Moses and Aaron did so just as the Lord commanded. So he lifted up the rod and struck the waters that were in the river in the sight of Pharaoh and in the sight of his servants. And all the waters that were in the river were turned to blood. The fish that were in the river died, the river stank, and the Egyptians could not drink the water of the river. So there was blood throughout all the land of Egypt. Friends, there is so much we can learn from this today. Now, I'm going to begin a new segment of this podcast, and it's going to be called A Call to Action. I spoke a couple weeks ago and told you in James chapter 1, the Bible is very clear, and it says that we are to be doers of the word and not hearers only. And I apologized at that time because I have been doing this podcast for over eight months now, and I've never actually asked people to do things. I've suggested that they might do things, but now I'm going to actually ask you to do something. So my call to action today goes back to our proverb of the day. So I'd like to go back to Proverb 14 today. And the verse that I had highlighted is verse 3. Let's take a look at that one more time. In the mouth of a fool is a rod of pride, 
but the lips of the wise will preserve them. What I'm going to actually ask you to do is over the next week, I am going to ask you to step out of your comfort zone. But before we do that, I want to bring one verse to your recollection. And that is in the uh, letter to the church in Galatia. We know that as Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. It tells us this. Be, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. So what I'm going to ask you guys to do is to put a practical application of this into your life. And I would like to hear testimonies in the weeks to come. But what I'd like to do very simply is this. Go out of your way to pay a compliment to one person a day for the next week. And that includes the weekend. So this can be at your work, at your employment. It can be in the grocery store. It can be at a gas station. It can be playing basketball. I don't care where it is. Go out of your way to find someone that you feel really needs a compliment. And another part that I'm going to begin doing today is called Scripture Reading. And I'm going to ask that you do one of these activities. And I would like for everyone to get in a habit of doing daily reading. So, um, like I'm saying, if you're listening to this podcast, I am basically a teacher And I'm asking you to do a homework assignment. And friends, it's up to you whether you do this or not. I can't make you do it. But this is what I'd like to do. In chapter, the first one is to read this chapter again on your own. So we are in Exodus. Exodus is at the very beginning of the Bible. It's not Genesis, but it's the second book of the Bible. You should be able to find it easily. But I ask that you reread chapter 1. Number 2, if you want to read an additional chapter, last Friday's podcast, I challenged everyone to read the great faith chapter, which is in the book of Hebrews chapter 11. I ask that you read that chapter in its entirety. And if you really want to stretch yourself and read a third chapter prior to tomorrow, I ask that you totally reread Proverb 14 of today. Friends, I will never end a podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. If there is anyone listening to this podcast today and you've never taken that step, I invite you to say a simple prayer after me today. Jesus, thank you for coming to earth and setting a wonderful example of how we are to live our lives every day. You were tempted in every area, as are we. And yet you never gave in to the temptation of sin. Yet, you were willing to die on a cross for everyone listening to this podcast today. Jesus, I ask that you come into my heart. I ask that you lead me and guide me from this point forward. Jesus, thank you for forgiving me of my sins. I make you my Lord 
and Savior. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Friends, please join me tomorrow as we further explore wisdom today.